I'm going to be preaching today on the Word, the Word of God, everything from this Word to the words that come out of our mouth. We were in a missions trip last year to El Salvador. We were flying down there, and the plane was going through some really thick clouds. And I was getting a little freaked out, man. I mean, I couldn't. I hope nobody's flying the next day or two. I don't want to scare you. <laughs> so um, we're going, and you can't see, and you don't know whether you're going up or down or, or what's happening. Um, and I'm thinking, what are these pilots? How are they seeing? What are they doing? Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're relying on their instruments. A good pilot learns to rely on their instruments more than what they feel themselves. And relying on those instruments is going to help them land. And that's what this word does, is it helps us land. This is where we need to land, is always on the word of God, no matter what's going on in our life, whether you're in a good season or in a bad season. The title um, of this sermon is The Power of the Word. And real quick, before we get going, I just looked up a couple translations on the word power back in Jesus' day. Um, Back in Acts 1, they called it dunamis, dunamis. Dunamis? Thank you, Steve. He's always helping me out. I don't know what I would do without Steve. I'd be a wreck. I am a wreck, but... um, It's wonderfully comprehensive. It simply means ability and applies in practical ways to everyday life. The power Jesus promised his followers for everyday life of Christian living enables us to do whatever he purposes us to do. Power also, dunamis, is not just any power. The word often refers to miraculous power. So there's power in our words that we speak. We can tear people down. We can lift people up. We can tear ourselves down with our own words. Same with us. We can tear ourselves up. We can tear ourselves down. So I'm going to be kind of talking a little bit about that. Um, Let's go. Here we go. James 1, 19 through 25. Listening and doing. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak. And slow to become angry. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accepted. The word planted in you which can save you. This is my new favorite verse right here. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. Is that powerful? I mean, think about it. We read this word, and sometimes we just read it, and we don't do nothing about it. So do not merely listen to the word, and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. It's one of my favorite scriptures right now. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror, and after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Let's pray. Lord, Father, we love you so much. We thank you for this day, Lord. I pray that your words are heard today, Lord, not my words. I pray that your words are heard, Lord. We thank you for your mighty love letter. We thank you for your word. It's in Jesus' name. 
we pray. So the last uh, sermon Jason was talking about was um, change, how we all need change. And when he said, raise your hand if you need change, I had both up. I got lots of areas in my life that I want to change to make me a, a better father, a better spouse, just to try to be a better person. Um, so the power of listening and doing needs to, needs to, power of listening needs to turn into the power of doing. We really need to focus on that. And again, my favorite verse right now is that 22. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. Okay. I've got a little analogy for you. I was at the gym at Trinity Fitness a couple weeks ago. Any Trinity people here? Woo, yeah. And when you... It's a little analogy. You get to the gym. You get a trainer. They, they pray. There's a, there's a trainer there that, that prays over you and does a devotional. It's amazing. And this particular day, they're teaching us how to do a lift where you, you grab the bar. You've got to have your feet just right. You've got to have your shoulders just right. You grab it. You flip it up, and you push it up. Now, if I go there, and I just listen to that, and I do not do it, sometimes I don't want to do it. Trust me. Again, it's that. Do not really listen. You have to apply it. So if I apply what they're telling me, I'm going to get a workout. A couple days later, I was there, and there was another trainer. Um, He gave me some scripture, and it went something like this. I think it was in Chronicles. For the eyes of the Lord search back and forth across the whole earth, looking for people whose hearts are perfect towards him so he can show how great his power is in helping them. And I brought that home, and I placed it on the desk, and my wife said, what's that? And I told her it was just a scripture that one of the trainers gave me. And in the meantime, I always like to tell stories about my wife and the animals and stuff. She's like, my, like the female version of Pet Detective Ace Ventura. <laughs> she's, I love it. You know, she's helping all the animals. Well, she's got these little betta fish now. The ones you see in the store, they, they live in like a little jar, and there's like nowhere to swim. She started crying about them. We're in the store. And she's like, I have to save some of these fish. I'm like, you know, I'm good, I'm good with it because they don't poop in the yard. They don't shed hair all over my house. So I'm like, fish are good. So this fish she's had for a little while, and then it didn't eat for an entire month. I mean, seriously, a month. She was taking it to the vet. They, they look at fish at the vet, believe it or not. Um, they do. $3.80 fish is about to $50 for us right now. But that's all right. I, I'm okay with it. So this fish didn't eat for like a month. And it's kind of got that sideways swim. It's, it's Yeah, it wasn't looking real good. So she took that prayer and she said, you know what? And we were thinking of, do not merely listen to the word, do what it says. So she prayed that prayer over this fish. And my kids and I are looking, and I'm like, man, $3.80, we can just get a whole new fish, you know? <laughs> she, she prayed that prayer over the fish. This is true story. My children and I, we witnessed it. True story. Next morning, she gets up, and he's almost, she feeds it, and it eats it started to eat, and that fish is healthier than it's ever been today, and that was about two weeks ago. I mean, that's true. I mean, isn't that amazing? 
God was, he, I mean, we witnessed what God did through a little fish. I mean, it's pretty neat. Um, read verses in the Bible. Anything y'all are struggling with, find the verse that's in there. I don't care what it is. Divorce, pornography, addiction, it's all in this book. This book has everything in it. Read it and apply it. Some of you don't read the Bible, but I encourage you to. When I started reading the Bible, my whole life changed. It was just an awesome change. Start out with some of the books in the back. Timothy, 1 Timothy, 1, 2, 3, 4, 4 pages. It would be neat to say, wow, I read a book in the Bible. Here's, here's, I'm, yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a big, I'm not a big, I'm not a big reader myself, but 2 John's a half a page, man. Read it. Read it, seriously. Even if it's not what you're looking to read, go read something in the Bible. I'm telling you, things will happen. The word of God comes alive. The Bible jumps out at you. It's an amazing book. Okay, let's go to number two. The power of speaking. Or take ships as an example. Although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. We're also going to get number two, second one in that, the power of speaking. Yep, Proverbs 18.21. Sorry, Kim, my bad. The tongue has the power of life in death. Think about that. The tongue, how, again, the word, the words that come out of our mouth. This is the power of life or death. I'm going to pick on myself here again. We all get angry. We say things that we don't want to say. Um, had a, Sometimes my children and my wife, they might spill some stuff. It's normal. But because I was in a bad mood one day, I just was like, you know, just, why? Why did you guys do this? Why did you spill this? Kind of raving, raising my voice. Just not being a very nice guy. Where I'm going with this is you can build people up or build people down. So these scriptures are all telling us of it's our choice in the words that we use. It's so easy, so easy for us to start arguing or saying bad words because of our sin nature. I mean, think about that. It's just very true. How many of you in this room right now wish you didn't say something to someone in the past day, week, month, hour, yes, yes, we, we do, we, we argue, and again, lean on the word to help fix our words. Again, this kind of goes back to the change what Jason just was speaking about. If you guys want to make some change, use your verbiage, speak powerful stuff. What these scriptures are telling us is it can be very dangerous to say words like, you're stupid, you're fat, you'll never amount to anything. Never, I mean, we shouldn't be calling people, we shouldn't be telling people 
Who are we to do that, to, to down people, to talk down to people? Remember in the beginning, James 1.20, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. As a result of these words or thoughts, you might have brought yourself down or someone else down. When we complain or use harsh words on people, we are not shining the light that Jesus wants us to shine. I've got a great example for you. This is what I do. I just, a couple years ago, I was telling my wife about this. If you're getting ready to walk into a meeting that you think that might not go well, or you think you might say some angry words, or if you're going to sit with your spouse and talk about something or your children, Jesus is all around us. Jesus is everywhere. But pretend he's right here beside you. So if I'm going to go into a meeting or something and I think something's not going to go well, whether it's any kind of meeting, walk in with Jesus. Hold his hand, and I'm telling you, you're going to think different. Try it. If you're driving down the road and someone's really ticking you off, before you do something that you're going to, you're going to regret saying or doing, Jesus is right here. He's right beside me. Just try, to, try that concept. I challenge you. It'll, um, it'll work. I wish I would have done that a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I, was, um, I was picking on my children again, which is terrible. I know we have to discipline our children. We do. But again, I was in the wrong because I had a bad day because my day didn't go the way it went. That does not give me the right to come home. And say something to my, I told them, them and my wife were all, I told them, you guys are lazy. I mean, it's terrible, isn't it? I felt horrible. Terrible. So I told them that I was praying on that. I said, my, one of the changes I'm praying on is if I've had a bad day or I'm upset, I don't want to come home and take it out on the people that I love. That's just terrible. So I either did something good or I made a mistake. I told them, I told my children, I said, look, I'm so, I apologize right away, by the way. I apologized because the last thing you want to do is call your children a name. I'm 50 years old and I'm name calling. <laughs> so I told them, again, I don't know if this was a mistake or smart, but I said, daddy's praying on that. That's one of the changes I want in my life. I'll never do that again. Next day. Something spilt. And I'm like, I can't believe you spilt this. Real calmly, all I hear is, talk about an accountability partner. Dad, I thought you were praying on this. Steve and I were talking. Steve was uh, praying over all of us the other day, and we were talking about children, something he was reading in the Bible, and he said, three things a child needs to hear. So if there's anybody in this room right now that are having Issues with speaking down to your children. You need to hear, again, words, powerful words. I love you. I'm proud of you. And tell them whatever they're great at. Tell them that they're great at it. Let me tell you, Jesus loves the way you are. The same way the power of our words and thoughts can bring life. Think of how you feel when someone comes alongside of you and says, you can do anything you want to do. Those words are lifting you up. Speak positive to yourselves and speak positive into your family, your friends, your neighbors, 
co-workers. Don't listen to negativity. Don't listen to people when they try to cut you down. I've got another analogy for you. I'm going to do this, Anthony. And you all have 100% permission to laugh at me. We're talking about people cutting you down or, you know, saying bad things about you. Don't let that happen. Just block it out. I love hats. I need hats because you can see how red my face is. I was in the sun the past couple days. I'm going to pick on myself. I'm not supposed to do this. I'm going to call myself a name. But I look like a dork in a hat. I said you could laugh at me. I mean it. So, every, you know, I just, I can't seem to find a good hat. My family's like, man, you, you can't go out in public. But where I'm going with that is, see that? I don't know if you can see it. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. So if there's something about yourself that you don't like, don't. Thank you. (laughs) Anthony laughed so hard when I told him I was going to do that last week. Don't, you know, pray for that person. The word of God has received power, has creative power. Jesus has creative power, as we know. Proverbs says life and death are in the power of the words. Electricity has great power to give. We use electricity in our house. It can light up things, but if you use electricity in the wrong way, it can be deadly. Number three, the power of potential. Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is possible, but with God, all things are possible. We only look at our limitations, but God sees our potential. Think about that. We only look at our limitations, but God sees our potential. So many of us wait around for circumstances to change, but we need to change our confidence. So we need to learn to separate them. Only God can turn a mess. If you're in a mess, God can turn that mess into a message. He can do that. God can turn a test into a testimony. Whatever you're going through, speak positive words into it. Never let what happened yesterday, a minute ago, a day ago, a week ago, a year ago, don't let it ruin your brand new day that you have every day you wake up. Think about that. It's a brand new day every day we wake up. Don't let something that's been in your past haunt you, take you down. Scripture tells us to concentrate on good. The Bible says good overcomes evil. It's better to focus on positive words than what not to say. It is so much more uplifting to keep saying and speaking positive words. If you are speaking positive words, you will have more amazing prayers answered. I truly believe that. If you speak positive of what you're praying for, you speak positive into it, you're going to get better results on your prayers. This next story, Jesus was setting 
my wife and I up for a testimony, and, and we didn't know it at the time. A couple years back, before I was working here and the, the other job I was working at, things were just not going going real well. Money was tight. I was trimming trees. I didn't work. I was unemployed. I was doing whatever I could do. I was painting houses, trimming trees, mowing lawns, doing whatever I could do. And my wife is amazing. She just kept saying, go. She just kept speaking. I was like, I'm going to give up. My wife's like, no, be positive, positive. It's your new day. She's my rock. She keeps me out of trouble. That's a full-time job for her. Um, yeah. So we were getting really behind on our house payment, and we were about to lose our house. Times were tough. Money was tight. And again, she just kept saying, be positive, be positive. Well, we had $200 left to our name, went through our savings, bought $100 worth of food. I don't know why God laid it on my heart. A lot of these plants you see out here, I came here one night. They were real little at the time. I was dead. I was literally on my knees praying, Lord, please, I, I, know we can, I know we can get out of this. Again, it was just really, really, it wasn't pretty, and we just tried to stay positive. And again, my wife gets more credit than me. She's like, just keep going, keep going. We're going we're gonna to do this. So I'm working in a little kiosk in the mall. I hate the mall, but I had to do this. It was money. It was income. Keep food in our bellies and electricity on. In this little mosque in the kiosk in the mall, my wife calls me up, and she's like, almost crying. She's like, you're not going to believe this. And I'm like, what, what? She said, well, my mom, her mom, her mom didn't know we were about to lose a house. My mom didn't know we were about to lose a house. But her mom blessed us with some money. She said, I'm going to die one day, but, and I was going to let you guys, guys have some money, but I want to bless you with some money now. So I'm in the mall, you know, doing whatever I can do. I'm just that close to losing my house and stuff. And she tells me this, and I start bawling my eyes out in the mall. I was just, a ha- I mean, the whole mall probably heard me crying. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I was like, I was like, like oh, I'm crying really loud. <laughs> and people are coming up to me, and they're like, what's wrong with you? You know, are you okay? And I'm like, I love Jesus. <laughs> and they're like, oh, no, a Jesus freak, and he's on something. I'm telling you, I was just like, man, praise God. Praise the Lord. Isaiah 58, 9. Then you will call, and the Lord will answer you. You will cry for help, and you will say, here I am. If you do away with the yoke of oppression, with the pointing finger and malicious talk, Prayers always, you need to always speak positive into your prayers. Speak whatever you're going through. Speak positive words and read the word. The word that speaks about yourself is the most important one. I'm a little messy up here, I'm sorry. You need to speak words about yourself, what God is speaking to you. You are here on purpose. God loves you the way you are. So quit beating yourselves up about certain things. Things like, I'll never get that job, I'm not motivated, I can't do this. No, don't do that. Speak positive words into yourself. Find an area in the Bible. Read a little book in the Bible in the back. I'm telling you, it works. 
How many of you here? How many of you here have an area of your life that you know you would like to improve on? I don't know about you, but several people. Start with positive words about that area, and look for God's word, His Scripture, to speak on those areas. Can you imagine what would happen if you set an alarm to go off every three hours, and you'd pray? Oh, got to pray. Three hours are up. I got to pray. I always say a thank you prayer for this church and all the things that this church has done in my life. And I I pray for all of you, and I thank God for all of you. It's an amazing church we're in. I believe when we speak positive words to our families and friends, neighbors, I believe that builds up physical strength. I, I truly believe that. Positive words will build you up physical strength and spiritual strength. I've met with a lot of you. I, I get the blessing of overlooking pastoral care here and meet with a lot of you and we'll talk about stuff and speak about different things. And I'm always encouraging people to start with that. Start with yourself. Speak positive about yourself. Speak a good word. Great thing about Coastline is we don't counsel you. We're not counselors. But we'll share with you what the word of God says about your situation. And I think that's pretty huge. Psalms 100. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Thank Jesus for every blessing that you have. This pleases God when you thank him. When I'm feeling down or tired, like I said, my wife and my children, they'll come up behind me and they'll just give me some uplifting words, even read some scripture to me. And man, I tell you what, that excites me. That really does. A lot of the stuff I'm talking about is just everyday life that I I think we all live. I'll get an extra dose of courage from them speaking positive to me. We need to encourage one another with words of faith. Men, when we're out there and we're talking about, oh, we're we're so busy, I've got to take care of the house, I've got to pay the bills. This is for all the moms in here where I'm going with this. Think of of what our wives go through. I mean, it's amazing. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how y'all have a baby in you. If it was up to men, I think the planet would just die. Um, We had our two children and my wife and I were thinking about having a third child. And we were kind of like, no, I don't know if we should. So I said, all right, you know, let, let's not. So I went and seen the doctor. I was going to get a little thing done. You know, you can't have any more children. <laughs> so um, I, she, she, I was working at the time full-time, obviously, and this is way back. And she had to get called into work one day. So I, I took the children. They were both really little, both in diapers, I think. I got to breathe before I even go here. What moms do is amazing. She goes to work all day, like a nine-hour day, comes home. I'm on the couch. She's like, how was your day? I'm like, it's great. I had food slung at me. I had poop thrown. And that appointment we were going to do, we were going to cancel it. We were talking about canceling. I go, I called them. I love children, but I I don't know how you do this. 
Let's go to number four. The power of strength through Jesus. Philippians 4.13, we all know this one. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. That's what we're talking about today. We can do it. Keep Jesus beside you in that seat. Bring him everywhere with you in your conversations. We can do it. We can do all things with Jesus. And if you're in this room and these words are affecting you today, it's your day. Let them loose. Give them to Jesus and ask him for your strength. And again, don't just merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. Do what it says. You can choose the way you use your words. They can bring life into your situation or death. This also applies to your thoughts. Pastor Jason always talks about our thoughts. After our thoughts come out the words. Last story I have right here was one of the most powerfulest testimonies I ever heard. I was in the hospital and I had a, um, a heart cath done about a little over a year ago. I was having some chest pains for like 20 years. And I'd go into the doctor and he'd say, you're healthy, there's nothing wrong with you. So finally said, I'm going to be 50, so and I'm still having this. So I went in, they did the, I forget what you call it, where they put the dye in your heart. And he said, man, you look, you, you're good, you're okay. Man, I was at McDonald's, Burger King, I had a hall pass, man. It was awesome, but we, I was in the recovery room. And Mary and I and my two children, we met this wonderful lady, young girl. She was eight months pregnant. And she was telling us, somehow God came up, and she's telling us about this little baby that she's about to have in a month, has heart issues, and it's going to need surgery either right away or like three weeks after it's born. And I'll never forget these words. She said, I'm going to speak positive words, the power of the words, the power of this word, the power of our words. I'm going to speak positive words. She said, this, God has done miracles already through this baby. I have family members that we didn't talk to or talking to me again. Relationships are building because of this baby, what's going on. People in her family were raising their life, raising their hands and accepting Christ. She even went as far to say, if this baby doesn't make it, God did miracles through my baby already. But she kept saying, I'm going to speak positive words. I'll never forget, it was just a super, super powerful testimony. We all need the power of Jesus. Like the, another thing is, don't put in front of you what doesn't belong in you. Don't put in front of you what doesn't belong in you. Let's close, we can bow our heads. anybody in this room would like to start speaking those powerful words or start reading their Bible, I really encourage you to do that. But the, big, the biggest thing is, do you know Jesus? Would you like a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? When I accepted Jesus into my life, I'm telling you, my whole life changed. 
whole life changed. So the question is, would you like to have Jesus Christ in your life? Would you like to give your life to Jesus today? If so, just please raise your hand real quick and then we'll pray. I see your hand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I see your hand. Thank you. Thank you. If anybody would even like to rededicate their life too, please just raise your hand. I see your hand. Thank you. Thank you. This is awesome. Pray this prayer with me to yourself, please. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive my sins and save me from eternal separation from God. By, from God, by faith, I accept your work you did on the cross as sufficient payment for my sin. I pray for a new life with you. I pray that I get to know you, Lord. I pray that I do every day with you. Lord, I, I thank you right now for the miracles you're going to do in my life in advance. I thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Look, I encourage you to go out to the tent, fill out a connect card. If not, you can. there's an email, startingpoints at thecoastlinechurch.com. Thank you all.